Hello friends, this is Greg. I'm coming to you from Universal City Walk, like I promised. I did promise. I hate making promises, I don't know why I do it. Because I, after thinking about this was like, does anyone want to hear a, a whole 30 minutes podcast on a mall that is sitting outside of Universal Studios theme park, which is clearly the more interesting thing, right? That's what I was thinking, at least. And, you know, I don't think it's entirely uh, an incorrect thought. In fact, I plan on doing a whole separate 30 minutes on Universal Studios themselves. So I will be coming back at another time, in another place, in another lifetime. I'll come back and we'll do something on actual Universal Studios. But I figured, you know, why not make a meal out of a snack and we'll uh, just go and talk about Universal City Walk, which is basically a big giant mall in front of Universal Studios. It was originally built, uh, I'm at the Universal City Walk in, in uh, California. There are multiple ones, um, at least one other one in uh, Orlando, Florida, uh, which is outside, of course, Universal Studios. It's their downtown Disney, if you will. It is their come and shop and spend some time and here's a parking lot and we'll just try and sell you a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm outside, I'm kind of taking a walk around. I think I'll start with like, just going back and forth about like what sort of things they have and also maybe the history a little bit. Uh, speaking of the history, uh, it's really interesting. The people that built this actually, uh, the corporation involved was the same corporation that helped build Mall of America and uh, a few other places. Um, they helped plan the Olympic Center for Los Angeles in 1984. They also helped out with Fashion Island in Newport Beach in 1989. Um, and then 1993 is when they opened up Universal City Walk. And here I am, I'm actually on the other side of Universal City Walk. Usually uh, there's a couple different uh, places that you can park, but mostly they try and get you into uh, their parking decks. They have uh, Jurassic Park parking deck and uh, E.T. and Curious George. And today I, I parked in Curious George, which is actually on the other side of this whole mall, right? Because they want you to walk through the whole thing before you actually get to uh, the park itself because of course it's you know it's people management how do you move people around you distract them you make them go slower you offer them Popcornopolis or Billabong which is actually what I'm standing outside of right now I actually went to Popcornopolis once recently and got way too much popcorn and it was delicious and it's the best thing in the entire world and I love Popcornopolis but I cannot go in there because it is dangerous they have the best like candied apples in the entire world it's amazing I love it um, and so I'm going to just go, I am actually currently at the Universal Studios World on Display, right? That turning world of Universal Studios. I'll take a picture in front of it so you can see what's going on. Um, but that is like the actual entrance to the park. So if you go from the park back to your car, this is the trip that you're about to take. So we're looking at Billabong. There's a Universal Studios store, of course, because Universal Studios, they need to have their stuff right there at the entrance. Um, but then there's the Billabong, the Popcornopolis. There's a fossil store. And let me just tell you about fossil. I used to love fossil. I uh, used to have several fossil watches and I never really understood why I had them. 
I, didn't, I never really liked watches prior to owning a Fossil watch. And I have, a, I have a smartwatch now, so it's not even a thing. And apparently Fossil is now doing smartwatches as well, probably uh, in conjunction with like uh, Google Android base. Um, and then there's this place called Zenzone, and it's like water-based things. Oh, it's like a therapy. Okay. Um, and then uh, we got Ludo Bird. Oh, here's something that I found was really interesting. So I'm a vegetarian. Everything here is meat-based. It is such a meat-centric society that we live in in general. But like, jeez, I could not find anything here that was like vegetarian-centric, much less very little that I thought was very vegetarian-friendly. There's a lot of like bolognese and uh, pork sliders. And it's, if you're a meat eater, this is the place to be because there is a lot of meat out there on display. Uh, so they also have a Dodgers store right here. I'm just walking past their clubhouse and it's all Dodgers this and Dodgers that and the Los Angeles Dodgers are apparently a thing that I didn't know about because I don't pay attention to sports. Uh, yeah, so where to next? Uh, I walk in by this place called the Crepe Cafe and it is, uh, it looks really nice. Um, you can actually watch them make the crepes as, as they go and I think the first time I had a crepe was actually uh, maybe in Greensboro or Raleigh, North Carolina. One of my friends who I worked with at this uh, coffee shop actually uh, introduced me to crepes and I love crepes, but this place looks a little bit more sweet toothy. Uh, although they do have some savory options, I just didn't think that there was going to be a, a whole lot there for me. I ended up going to this poke spot, which I uh, will tell you there's a, a second floor to City Walk. Um, it's on two levels, sort of. Like, most of it is actually on just the first level, but there are occasional, like, escalators to a second story where you can get mostly just food, food-based items. But, like, if you're looking for the food court, the food court. What you're looking for is probably on the second floor uh, and it'll be right next to the main cinemas. They have a huge cinema here, of course, because they are Universal Studios. Um, and that cinema has like tons of IMAX. I've been in there several times. They often have interesting displays there. Uh, like I got to see uh, some of the outfits from House uh, with the clock in its walls and I've been to a few, been there a few times and seen a few different, like, really interesting, beautiful, like, costumes and set pieces and stuff that you just wouldn't get in a normal, like, theater because it's, this is Los Angeles, this is the Universal Theater, so why wouldn't you have access to those really neat things? Uh, okay, so, uh, I'm walking by the Sephora right now, and I have to say something about Sephora. I... I never go into Sephora without trying on at least one cologne or scent of some sort because isn't that what Sephora is really? It's just a place to go try on some stuff and then leave and then buy it on Amazon later where it's cheaper. 
Um, I just passed by this place called Mini Monster. It looks like it's like the only non like major corporate entity. It looks like it might be a smaller like chain of things, but it's a little uh, place called Mini Monster. It's a boba tea place. I'm gonna get some on my way out, I think, just cause why not? And it looks like they also make uh, cotton candy there, which is kind of cute. I love it. It looks like you're eating a little uh, cloud. It's adorable. But uh, yeah, so this is like a thing uh, that's happening. And now I am walking past the sock market because they have a whole thing just dedicated to socks and leggings. And they have some really fancy socks here. I'll take a picture of the like display. They have so many socks. Uh, I think the one that I want though is the, um, uh, not Bubbles, Buttercup and Blossom. The Blossom, they have a Blossom sock from uh, the Powerpuff Girls that I want. Okay, so we're moving on, and they actually have a sheriff substation and security office here. I didn't even know that. It is very secure. I did see several, like, dogs that are out with, like, security, I guess, sniffing for something. I'm going to go with bombs. The only thing it could be sniffing for would be bombs, because, like, who do they care if you're getting, you know, high? Um, there's also another place here that I've seen a couple times and I think is dangerous. And here's why I think it's dangerous. It's called Nectar Bath Treats. And everything in here looks like it's edible, except for that it's all soap. So you'd literally be eating soap, but they're like super adorable. I'll take some pictures of all of those things as well. It's all gonna go up onto the website. You'll see it in, in all of the descriptions and things like that. Uh, so we move on and we are now at, uh, there's a Jamba Juice here. Cause you know, you need me to describe what a Jamba Juice is like. Uh, there's a Johnny Rockets, which if you're not from, uh, California, you may be, or I, I don't know how how big or wide a, a net Johnny Rockets has, but it's a it's a sports lounge and a, it's mostly just like burgers and fries and milkshakes. It's your you know steak and shake. It's your whatever you you know those little like soda shops that you are familiar with, only a corporate version. And then there's this place called Tony Roma's. And I'm like, is this like a nice place? Or is this like one of those like, we're quote unquote fancy, but we're not really fancy. It's like a steakhouse, I think. Um, Cause you know, steak, everybody needs that meat in their life. Uh, there does appear to be one place called the Carl Strauss Brewing Company that looks like it might be its own little thing. They uh, just have a, a lovely little restaurant and. I'm guessing a microbrewery in there somewhere and you can probably get beers on tap and things like that. Of course, you can't go out to any tourist destination without seeing a Bubba Gump Shrimp Company anymore, it seems, which is really interesting because that movie, as good of a movie as it was, this is a, a, a place that was created out of the movie, uh, run, Forest run, what is it? Um, that movie with Tom Hanks. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, and then they made this whole like bubblegum shrimp company out of it because that's what he like ends up doing at the end of his life. And you're like, what? Seriously, they made a whole, like a whole restaurant, which is like, it has t-shirts. It's got like knickknacks and tchotchkes. It's crazy. So I have to say something about it's sugar. It's terrible. I hate it's sugar because it's sugar has the worst advertising I've ever seen. It is like 
it is obscene levels of sugar. It's obscene levels of candy, sugar, disgusting, like, if you were to actually ever look and try and eat the things that are on the on display here, you would probably just die from like too much blood, too high of a blood sugar content, really. And it's like you know you want it, and then it shows like all of these really healthy, fit runners and models and people who look just absolutely perfect and gorgeous, and you know that they haven't even touched any candy in like a decade just so that they look as good as they do, and yet they're the ones that are somehow selling you this candy, which is just completely absurd. Like, that's not how that works. I mean, you can be skinny and have candy, but like, let's not pretend that sugar is somehow like associated with, with health. It's not true. It, it, I think it's a very disturbing way of looking at advertising to people for candy, because like candy's just not great for you to begin with. Okay, so now I'm in the main area, and this is where, to my left, I'm looking at the Universal Cinemas, which has tons and tons of things I want to go see right now, specifically Us and Captain Marvel, but today is not that day. I've already done too much today. I'm gonna save that for another time and maybe go with someone, because come on, you want to go see movies with people. That's what the point of going to movies is. Um, I think. I, I prefer going with people. But there's this big open venue in the very middle of City Walk, and it is um, generally just an empty corridor. But there's a stage, and it's usually closed down, but at night they will have events and musicians and concerts and live activities and meetups and all sorts of crazy stuff right here in the center, right in front of the Hard Rock Cafe. There's a big display and you can probably hear the music in the background constantly pumping out is very loud I wouldn't want to stay in this particular area for a long time unless I was like there for a reason because it is very loud um, but yes uh, in this area of course the iconic image of the Hard Rock Cafe with its giant electric guitar um, probably standing I don't know 20 no, that's not 20, that's like three stories. It's a three-story guitar. It's really impressive. Um, and uh, as I move on, I'm actually looking at Voodoo Donuts, and it, this is the first time, this is the only place I've been that's had a Voodoo Donuts. Like, this is the first place that I got to try Voodoo Donuts in. Voodoo Donuts is, like, if you took donuts and then, like, injected them with steroids and then added sugar and, Fruit Loops, <laughs> like it's insane. They have like cereal on top and they have, it's, I mean, I think it's a trend in in uh, the world of donuts to like just cre keep adding more and more crazy stuff to it. And I, it's a little insane for me, but I did have one. I will say it was fairly delicious. It was not a fresh donut, so I don't want to give too much credit. You know, like I don't know what it would have tasted like had it been a super hot, fresh, toasty donut. But it was delicious. It was like a pride donut. It had Fruit Loops on it in all of the little rainbow colors. It was adorable. Um, I only had half of it. It was way too sweet because donuts are way too sweet. And it was like giant. It was, it would, like the one donut fit, I had to hold it in two hands basically is how big this donut was. And I was like, why would you give me so much of this stuff when it's already too sweet? Like this is, this is something you could share with like three people. Why are you giving me so much sugar? I don't need it. 
But I, I will say that like if you're looking for an interesting, fun, more handcrafted type of donut, less of a Krispy Kreme or a Dunkin', if you're looking for like a better donut, but not like I'm going to a bakery where it's going to be like a little, you know, ca- you know, little boutique bakery. No, no, no. If you want to go to like a nice but kind of corporate donut store, Voodoo Donut seems to be like a great choice. I like it. Um, for what it is. So, uh, as I was walking by, I actually passed by a place called Buca de Beppo. And if you have never heard of Buca de Beppo, I don't know what to say. It's not that popular, I guess. But I have seen it everywhere here in Los Angeles. I've seen it in, it's a touristy trap type of place because it's very clearly an Italian, like family dining, you know, pseudo fine dining, but not really just, you know, more expensive. And one of their big calling cards is that they have uh, these big family sized portions and that you share um, your food. And I I love that idea. It's I think it's an interesting idea because then you get to try more things, eat a little bit less of each thing and just have a more enjoyable experience overall. Right. But I'm not a big fan of them because I think that all of their stuff is far too rich. Uh, the Their wedding soup is amazing. The one time I had it and this was, oh my goodness, B- Buca de Beppo has been around for a very long time because I remember going when I was in uh, probably not even high school going, maybe middle school I think was the time um, when I first went. I've, I've been there I think I may have only been there once, honestly. I don't remember now. But they, uh, it's uh, it's interesting. It's, you know, nicer. But I remember that my experience was not, like, particularly, ple- like, the most, like, obviously I didn't go back that often, right? Like, I'm not a big fan. I should probably try it again sometime and give it another shot now that I'm definitely a lot older than I was then. <laughs> um, and now, like, I'm sort of doing the other side of the thing. I'm kind of at the very edge where the uh, I would be going to the parking, but there's a lot of little tiny shops and stuff that you probably wouldn't even notice on your way in because you're too focused on getting into the actual place. But they have, like, a, a place called I Fly Hollywood, and it's an indoor skydiving. You literally get, like, suited up, and they have a giant fan, and you can fly indoors. It's crazy. Um... Yeah, and I am, I've always wanted to try one of those things because I think it's such a neat idea. And if I ever do go skydiving, which I don't see myself doing anytime soon, it's at least like the primer for that. I can do that before, right? Um, I passed by uh, Wetzel's Pretzels, a Margaritaville, and a Samba. And Margaritaville is just a joke. I love it. I don't know why it exists because it's literally based on a song. Some of these stores are just... Like, if you took a, if you took something too far and then tried to turn it into something that made money. And that's basically everything here. But there's a place called uh, Samba, uh, it's the, I cannot ever pronounce that. It is Churrascaria, I believe. Uh, But it's called Samba and I'm guessing that they, um, it's a Brazilian steakhouse. I. I'm a little sad that it's not also got like a dance floor in there because, you know, my sister who is really into uh, uh, Latin dance would 
I, I think she would totally be down to go doing some samba here in uh, Universal City Walk. I think that would be a neat thing to do. And it would definitely attract a different uh, clientele here because like Latin dance is just like, you set it up and people show up because they just, it's a, it's a community that loves to like really build and, and it's very tight knit and it would be a neat thing if they wanted to introduce that here. Um, but then I come to my favorite, to the best place here inside of Universal City Walk and it's called Things From Another World. And uh, if you uh, are coming out of, let's say, Curious George and are uh, heading into the main park, what I would recommend doing is as soon as you come in, you're sort of faced with, the, with a choice. You turn right, you turn left. If you turn left, you're heading towards Voodoo Donuts. Enjoy a donut. Take a picture. There's a big giant wall that has all of the, that, that's like the big giant angel wings walls that they have, so if you want to do that, do that. But if you take to the right, you're going to see that, that skydiving simulator, and then you're going to find this thing called Things from Another World, and it is basically just the nerdiest little gift store in the entire little world. It's got posters and figurines and games and full-size models of uh, Iron Man and Star Wars characters and a real R2-D2 from, I think, the actual set at one point. Like, one of the models of the original R2-D2 is out there. They have backpacks and bags and dice and pop figurines and an infinity gauntlet if you want one. Like, they have everything. You gotta go in there. They have comic books. They have they have videos, they have all sorts of things. Check it out, just walk through, and just really dig into the nerd, because I think that that is one of the coolest places that I have ever had a chance to go into. Guys, I am about finished here. Uh, I don't know that there's much else that I really want to chat about with you guys today, so I'm going to let you go a little early. I know it's supposed to be 30 minutes, and it's probably not, but I... I've kind of run out of things to say, so uh, until next time, I suppose, when I have bring you an actual conversation with someone who probably has more interesting things to talk about than I do. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next time on SoCal Stories. Thanks, guys.